Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, guys. I, I'm already... Uh, for my head to pop and explode, but full warning, before we get into the podcast, I, I probably won't get myself to to screaming and yelling. I had a tooth pulled yesterday, uh, yesterday afternoon, I, I had one of my, my teeth right here, I don't know, you can hardly see it, but I, I don't want to blow the blood clot, I, I'm already getting to that, I, I can feel it ready to pop out of my tooth, so when you get a tooth pulled, the recommendation by the dentist is that you don't do things to cause the blood clot to come out. Because if it does, you get a dry socket. If you've ever had a dry socket, they're super painful and and they suck. So I'm going to do my best to keep my cool and not yell and not scream so that the blood clot comes popping out. Now, let me tell you that it took an hour and a half to get the tooth out, it, it was a nightmare tooth, the guy, great dentist, a, a friend of mine, a, a Dr. Lennon, he was like, hey, pause, pause, I'm going to pop this thing out, it's going to take like 10 minutes, hour and a half later, he couldn't get the whole thing out, there's still a piece of the tooth in here, it's a tiny little fragment of, of the tooth left inside, so I'm not going to yell, I'm not going to scream, I'm also not a bitch, I went, I went to work, Right, I went right back to work after the tooth got pulled. It is what it is. You got to work. But if you notice that I'm not screaming or that I'm trying not to blow, uh, blow, uh, pop. I don't want to pop the stupid clot out because I don't want to have to start over. I don't want to get a dry socket. So that's just full warning. If you don't see me get as mad as I usually should because I am fucking mad, I apologize. This is spazzing out america's podcast we do this podcast five times a week monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday i try to go on about 6 a.m now you you can watch on facebook you can watch on twitter you can watch on youtube typically what's up singapore someone from singapore just said hi how you doing typically not that many people join us on the live stream on facebook twitter and youtube most people are actually listening most people are actually listening on the app. I record the podcast live, but most of you guys listen on an app. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, uh, wherever you can get your podcasts. Uh, you ask Alexa, you can go to anthonypaziali.com, and it has a list of all the places you can get my podcast. Uh, please subscribe. I need you to subscribe. 600 to 650. Yesterday's podcast has had almost 800 downloads. We need more. We need to get many, many more. So we re- we really appreciate it. Someone said, yes, I- I'm on YouTube. Uh, the person that just asked, I'm on YouTube, I'm on Facebook, and I'm on Twitter. The unfortunate thing is, like I said, most of you guys aren't watching on that. Most of you guys are downloading the app, so I'd appreciate it if you download the app. or go. To, like, uh, what I mean by that is subscribe to Spazzing Out. America's podcast. Okay, a couple of things that I, that I that I want to get into, but mostly all election stuff. So why don't we just get updated 
as to where we sit right now in the United States in this S show and this 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 ridiculous pouting and whining on both sides that's happening right now in the United States with the election. Currently, per my projections, yes, my 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 in my basement, we ha- we have our map up and our our projections are are this. Hold, hold on. Here are our, uh, my map is up. Here are the current projections, okay? Currently, and I think this one's garbage. Hold on. Let me highlight this one. This one's BS. This should not be called yet. So Arizona it has been called for Biden on the Google projection. Obviously, I think that's garbage because they're still counting down there. There's plenty of votes left to close the gap in Arizona and the Trump campaign believe that they're actually going to overturn that and that they're that they're going to win that but let's just say we got what we got currently biden 264 trump 214 here's the key obviously we need to win pennsylvania which i think we're going to we need to win north carolina we lead we're going to we're gonna uh the uh georgia is getting closer but i think we're gonna win it we need more votes in nevada Nevada is extremely close, 8,000 votes. Trump wins all th- all four of those states, it's over. If Arizona comes our way and Trump wins, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, it is over. So there is still, hold on, let me flip back. There is still a possibility, a good chance that the president could come back and win. Now on the other side, if Nevada does in fact stick with Joe Biden, then as far as the initial count, we're out. If Nevada goes to Biden and Arizona goes to Biden, Biden will have enough electoral votes. He'll actually have 270 on the dot to win. Here are the things that are that are in question. Here is what the president has decided to do. In Michigan, he's taken out a lawsuit not for recount yet. He's taken out a lawsuit for meaningful access. He feels like his team hasn't had good enough access to watch the ballots being counted and that there are nefarious things going on and they're hiding them. And you know what? I I don't think that the state would do this. I, I don't think the election committees do this shit, but I do think that workers do. Workers are scumbags. What you have to understand that the people that are co- that are counting ballots, and I'm going to explain this to you. Uh, 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 you know what? First, look, here, Michigan, they're they're suing for meaningful access. They want to watch like the Democrats get to watch the votes being counted for fear and unbiased counting to make sure that in fact the votes that are being counted are the votes that are being counted and not getting chucked out for no reason which makes sense. Every other state allows it to happen. They're doing the same in Pennsylvania. They're suing in Pennsylvania. They're asking for meaningful access. They want to say, saying, hey, you have 500,000, a million votes left to count. You're not letting us get access like you're letting the Democrats get access. Stop the fucking count. In Wisconsin, Trump has asked for a recount. Anybody bitching about this should go back to 2016 and remember when Hillary, well, actually it wasn't Hillary, it was the Green Party that asked for a recount, which is bullshit, because Hillary probably went to the Green Party people and said, hey, ask for a recount so it doesn't look like I asked for it, and that ended up amounting to shit. Recounts usually amount to garbage. In 2016, when when Wisconsin got recounted, 
it actually favored Trump. He had a, a, an extra hundred and something votes. He needs 20,000 fucking votes, bro. I it, Move on from Wisconsin. There's, there, there's not fucking 20,000 magical votes aren't, aren't coming. They're not going to show up in Wisconsin. The recounts are garbage. Uh, I would focus more on meaningful access, and, and especially in Michigan, where, where magically a hundred and something fucking votes showed up out of nowhere, which I get it. There's, there are these vote dumps, the, 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 the shit show that is the U.S. Postal Service dropping off the ballots uh, late. They, they couldn't get a fucking Christmas gift to you by Christmas, and it's not even, it, and it's two months out. So they're dropping off the ballots late, and they're counting them late. The problem is that all 100,000 of the votes that got dropped off in Detroit went for Joe Biden, and that's close to fucking impossible. It, it's, it's like unheard of. You would never typically, you would get the normal split you would get. Here, I'll give you an example. Michigan, you got Biden getting 50% of the vote, of the vote, Trump getting 47% of the vote. So out of the 100,000, you would surmise, you would say, okay, let's give fucking Biden 70% and that Trump would at least get 30% of the vote. That wouldn't have closed the gap. You get what I'm trying to say? That's why they want meaningful access. They want to know what the fuck is going on and make sure the votes are being counted again. One last thing before I get to why it's the worker and not not the state. The next thing that you guys need to know is Nevada is still in play. Nevada has not, all the votes in Nevada have not been counted. 75% has reported. It is literally 8,000 votes that separate Joe Biden, who currently has the lead, and the president. And they continue to count in Nevada. And there's an opportunity there. There is a chance there that the president could flip that state back his way. That would be fantastic. If he did that and he won Pennsylvania and he won North Carolina and he won Georgia, we win. Now we go to Arizona. In Arizona, the gap is bigger. Arizona has been called by a bunch of news organizations, including Fox News and ABC rescinded, but the, but the Associated Press still says Arizona is going to go Biden. Biden has a $70,000, I mean, he has $70,000, has a 70,000 vote lead. Now, there are lots of votes left in Arizona to go. Trump's uh, press secretary came out and said that there's like uh, uh, over a million votes left and they're all in counties that are Republican and there is a good chance that there is enough there for the president to close the gap. I don't know. I would say that, it, I would say probably not. I would say 70,000 votes is going to be a lot to overcome. I would look towards Nevada to help us out here. Now, there is a problem going on in Georgia that is not good for the president. In Georgia, the the, the election is about 20,000 20, votes Again, separate us in Georgia with the president leading, and there's still 2% of the vote left. Biden could get 25 more, 25,000 more votes to take the lead. But again, if you do the math, it's unlikely. It is unlikely that there are enough votes left in Georgia to go to Biden. Just like in Arizona, it's unlikely there's enough votes left in Arizona to go to Trump. But Nevada, there is plenty of votes left, and it's an 8,000 vote separation. There's an opportunity there that that could happen. Now, I want to get to the states where there is a petition. All right, look, look also, uh, Trump is going to be asking for a recount in Arizona um, and most likely Nevada if he doesn't end up coming um, out on top of Nevada. But recounts don't do shit, man. They're just garbage. You're going to get one, 100 votes, 200 votes. You're not going to find 20,000 votes in a recount. It's just not going to happen. So in Pennsylvania, they want mean, meaningful access. And in Michigan, they want meaningful access. Look, I just want to be clear on my opinion on this. State officials 
usually, for the most part, not all the time, listen, we know there's corruption in the United States, but for the most part, state officials do the right thing. The people that don't do the right thing are the workers, the non-state officials, the, the people that have been hired to count ballots or to open up ballots or um, the flatteners or whoever the hell they are that, that are going through 100,000 mail-in ballots or a million mail-in ballots. These are you and me. They're the everyday worker. They're, they're, listen, they're fucking scumbags. I mean, that's it. They're the same people that steal drinks from the bar, you know, the shrinkage. They're the same people that eat food in the fridge, in the walk-in fridge. They work at Papa Gino's. They go into the walk-in fridge and they fucking steal pepperoni. They work at Home Depot and they steal shit from Home Depot. These are the same people that you have counting your fucking ballots. And that's the problem. And they're all Democrats. And they all believe that they're going to help the country. And it's their duty to, to miscount votes or to throw out votes to make sure that they're not counted. That's the real problem. I, I believe the real problem is not the state officials. I think that you need to look into the workers that they hired, these part-time people that were brought on. It's the census fucking people who don't give a shit. That just, yeah, okay, next, yep, yep. Biden, 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 Trump in the barrel, Trump in the barrel, Trump in the barrel. Because they think they're helping out democracy. Because they're easily swayed. Because, honestly, they think they can help like idiots, they, they think they're doing the right thing, but what they're really doing is throwing the will of the people's fucking vote into the trash. You need to look into shit like that. Now, next thing, and I want to make this clear, and I just, please, for the love of God, can the Republicans, and I am a Republican, and Americans stop bitching about the goddamn shoppies, please. It's driving me bonkers. It, the, yes, I get it. Some of you ended up getting a Sharpie to, to, to fill in your election ballot. Sharpies for the most part, not for the most part, Sharpies count. No state has had any problem miscounting the Sharpies. The Massachusetts, William uh, Galvin came out, said, yep, Sharpies count. Arizona, Sharpies count. Michigan fucking said it. Everybody, they don't give a shit. The Sharpie isn't a problem. The Sharpie is you being a fucking cunt and bitching that your president isn't winning right now, okay? He's my president too. He's our president. But the point is that I can't stand the Sharpie thing. So please, back up off the Sharpie thing. You sound like a fucking asshole. You sound like a whiny bitch. Honestly, you do. It, it, it's, it, it, if you had a problem with the Sharpie, the second they handed you the Sharpie, you should have said, I'm not filling this fucking thing out with the Sharpie. So go fuck yourself. I can't. Please. Stop it. The shoppy thing is going to drive me nuts. I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to fucking draw a mustache on your face while you sleep with a shoppy, you assholes. The next thing is, um, yeah, listen, personal accountability, guys, on, on everything. So when it comes to the election, it's personal accountability. I will always hold people accountable for what happens because what happens to you is your own fault. Plain and simple. Next thing is, it is clear. If one thing is clear here, it is very crystal clear that the United States of America needs a federalized election system. It's very apparent that, a, that it is a huge problem when it comes to federal elections that the state-by-state state process doesn't work for us. It, it, there's 50 states. Everybody has their own way of collecting votes and taking votes. It doesn't work. It's a shit show. Each state has its own nuances. That shit all needs to go away. And the government, the, the Congress, and whoever the president is, whether it's Trump or whether it's Joe Biden, or should I say Kamala Harris, because Biden will be dead in 
I don't even think the guy will make it to the inauguration. I thought he was going to die last night when he was talking. So someone needs to write this bill. There needs to be some kind of a, an election amendment. And it needs to be federalized across the board. State elections, city elections can still be done by the state. But when it comes to Congress and it comes to the President of the United States, these need to be uniform and everybody needs to vote in the same way. Here is my plan. Of course, I have a plan. I don't just say this shit should happen. I have I have thoughts and I have a, a, a plan and a process. And it's very simple. Honestly, it's it's very simple. If if American Idol can count a million, two million votes, if, if Dancing with the Stars can bang out a hundred million votes in like a half hour and figure out who the winner is, we can do it here in the United States. I mean, it's fairly simple. So, Moving forward, I think that a federal, and and this is, bro, it's going to blow your mind how easy this will be. Your head will explode at the simplicity of what I propose for a federal standard for elections when it comes to federal elections, meaning Congress and the president. I, I have to bring this up. I do it every time. Congress, meaning Senate and the House of Representatives. Please understand that it's one of my biggest pet peeves when dickheads say senators and congressmen, and then when they refer to Congress as just the House of Representatives, it is not. Congress is made up of the upper house senators, the lower house um, House of Representatives. So it drives me bonkers. So when I refer to Congress, I am referring to both houses. I am referring to the upper house, the Senate, and the lower house, fucking the House of Representatives. So, for federal elections, president, for Congress, very simple, very easy, very simple. I propose that you have to vote in person. I know this is this is difficult. You actually have to fucking go. You vote in person. Now, th- this one might be a stretch. You guys might not like this part. But first, you vote in person. You have to have a legal ID that shows you are who you are. Some kind of documentation, uh, preferably a photo that says, yes, I in fact am Anthony Paziali from 6 Highland Street. This is me. I'm going to vote. And then you vote. Now, I, I, I honestly, I don't think it should matter what you fill in the oval in. You sh- if you use shit, if you take a dump and put crap on your finger and you mock uh, your, 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 who you want to vote for, they should count that shit. So I don't think that should be a problem. It's ridiculous that it is. So you vote in person. You vote. This is this is going to be the new federal standard as I see it. You vote in person. Uh, you vote with an ID. Now, for I, I am okay, and I think they should do it. I believe there should be a week heading up to the election, November third, one week. For people to come and vote in, per- in person. They open up the polls. Not a drop-off box. Not some random box that's in the middle of nowhere. That you can just drop ballots in and some dipshit can set on fire. They open up the polls one week. The Tuesday before November 3rd. They open up the polls. And you can go to your polling location with your valid ID. And you can go and vote. You have a week to do it. That should be plenty of time for people to vote. And then by November 3rd. All peoples have voted, and anybody after November 3rd does not get to vote. This is federal standard, what they should do. Now, for the people 
that absolutely cannot make it. Because I want everybody in this country to vote. Every American that is old enough to vote deserves <clears throat> their right to vote. For the true people that cannot be there, I, what I'm proposing here is forget the fucking mail-in ballots. The mail-in ballots need to go away. It's garbage. It doesn't work. But the absentee ballots need to remain. A federal standard should be absentee ballot. You fill out your ballot, but you have to fill out your ballot in front of a witness. Now, they don't need to see who you vote, but they need to see that, that it is you. And the ballot needs to be notarized. I want the ballot notarized. Everything in this fucking country gets notarized. Bro, you get a notarized receipt. I go fucking food shopping at the Moolahs and the guy's like, oh, we got to notarize that to make sure that nothing gets fucked up. Everything that you, you fought in this country and someone's got to notarize it to make sure it was your thought. So please, don't tell me you can't get it notarized. So here's what I propose going forward after this shit show of an election. I'm proposing that Congress and whoever the president is, they get together, they rewrite federal, they rewrite elections. They take it away from the state. They take the federal election. The fucking state shouldn't be handling federal elections, okay? They take the federal elections away. You, someone said I sound like fucking Russian Rudy. That You take the federal elections out of the hands of the state. You federalize it. And it goes simple. Like this. You have. You vote in person. You vote with the legal ID saying you are who you are. I propose that you have a week to vote. The Tuesday before November 3rd. The polls open. You have one week. Seven days to go in person to vote. On November 3rd. The polls fucking close at night when they close. If you have a mail-in ballot, no mail-in ballots, if you have an absentee ballot and a legit reason that you can't go in person, you need to have that shit notarized that you are who you are. You have to get it done in front of a witness, in front of a notary, and then you can mail that shit in, and the shit needs to be there before November 3rd. Get your shit there, and then and then we're done. You see how simple this is? I did this shit with my kid. You, you set up a system, and then you can't fuck the system. You, you set up rules... Then you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to go state to state to state to state reading through their election laws and trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. It is clear, and that's it, and, and, and simple. Going forward, there needs to be a federalized system for federal elections. States can handle their own elections. I can feel this blood clot. Ah, look at that. For those of you that just joined, I, I got a tooth pulled yesterday afternoon, and I feel like that blood clot's going to pop out because I'm fucking yelling, screaming, and getting and getting fired up. So, uniform elections across the board, federalized, it needs to happen after this election. I, it, it's absolute garbage. Where we stand right now is basically nothing has changed. We're still waiting for votes to come in. We're waiting for Nevada to come in. Arizona, we're still waiting for their results to come in. Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia. It, it, it looks grim, honestly, for, for, for Donald Trump. It does not look like he's going to pull it out. If Biden wins Nevada and Arizona, it's over. Trump, he needs to win Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia. And then he needs to either win Arizona or he needs to win Nevada. So Trump needs to win four, where Biden just needs to win two. It doesn't look great. And the petitions usually don't help, guys. Let's, let's be honest. In 2016, Hillary Clinton or the Green Party through Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton through the Green Party asked for recounts. It didn't get much done. Then in 2000, when when Al Gore um, went after Florida, it it didn't turn out well. Typically, you if you won 
the Electoral College in real time. It's it's kind of like referees coming out and being like the, the play on the field stands. Going to court usually doesn't help. What it will do is let the American people, let the American people and let the country understand that our voting system is fucked up and that we need a federal voting system for federal elections, which I just mapped out earlier, like 10 minutes ago. And it's simple and I'll say it again. Voter ID. Vote in person. I'm 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 open to having seven days for for voting in person. The Tuesday before the third, all the way up to the third, and I'm in, and I'm okay with absentee ballots. We get rid of mail-in ballots. Mail-in ballots are a nightmare, as you can tell. Uh, uh, th- this is why they're a nightmare. There are ballots still getting dropped off by the U.S. Post Service as we speak. It's days after the election, and they still haven't got all the ballots there. It's garbage. Vote in person, voter ID, seven days before the election, you can go vote in person. No more of these fucking drop-off boxes, none of this bullshit, and then it's done. And the absentee ballots, notarized, you got to get it there before the third. If it comes after the third, go fuck yourself. So simple. And and, and also, in in, in uh, Michigan and Pennsylvania, yes, if, if the Trump administration isn't getting meaningful access, that's garbage and they should get meaningful access, but I don't think anything will change. I think the votes will stand, they'll go through, they'll count, and they'll realize that, yes, in fact, Michigan was won by Biden, and you will see that Pennsylvania will get won uh, by Trump. I think North Carolina will go Trump, Georgia will go Trump. We're coming down, really, in my opinion, to Nevada. It's 8,000 votes to separate the two in Nevada. I think Arizona is going to stay with Biden, guys. It's really, it's getting, it's getting down to it. Now, if there's one thing that we can be excited about, in the election, or at least I can be excited about, is I can sit back and I can I I I, I can kind of laugh at a billionaire, Mike Bloomberg, who spent a hundred million dollars. This guy dumped a hundred million, but I guess maybe he's laughing at me because he has a hundred million to wipe his ass with, and it doesn't even affect him. But he dumped a hundred million dollars into Florida, Texas, and I want to say one other state in Ohio, I think, in favor of Joe Biden, and Joe Biden didn't win him. He spent the most money in Florida. As a matter of fact, Bloomberg spent money on paying off felons' debts. And so in Florida, if you're a felon and you have debt to the state, you can't vote. (laughs) Bloomberg spent money on like 30,000 felons to pay off their debts so that they could go out and they could vote. Um, I'll have to check. Uh, Someone say something about Texas saying it's way closer. Um, no, man, Texas is right now, someone just said something about uh, Texas being closer right now. The projections or, or the, 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 the reporting is that Trump is up by like 700,000 in Texas. So, uh, Bloomberg wasted a hundred million dollars in three states to help Joe Biden win those states. Joe Biden did not win those states. So I take, I get a good little laugh and I get, I get a a, a little, uh, oh, he means from last election. Yes. uh, Good point. All right. Someone just pointed out that Bloomberg's money kind of helped. And it did kind of help in Texas. It did. And it kind of helped in Florida. And it kind of helped in Ohio. But the problem is it didn't. They didn't win those states. So his money was wasted. He should have wasted his money in the swing and bigger swing, bigger swing states like Pennsylvania, like Arizona, like North Carolina, like Georgia, states that they had the possible chance of winning. But I don't give a shit. I just like to see Mike Bloomberg lose him $100 million. But I guess maybe I'm the loser because it doesn't bother him. He probably doesn't give two shits. 
he laughs. Another thing that we need to talk about is Rhode Island is now simply just Rhode Island. Apparently the term plantation is racist. So Rhode Island, their official state name was Rhode Island and Providence Plantations. It is no longer Rhode Island and Providence Plantations. They put into law, they voted to get rid of Providence Plantations because Plantations brings up connotations of slavery. And I guess long, long, long ago, Rhode Island was a landing spot for slave trade. So Plantation is now racist. Don't use the word plantation. I, I, one of my favorite rums is plantation rum. It's, it's fucking great. They're probably going to have to change their name. Uh, when clearly a plantation, it, 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 it's a farm or an agricultural uh, economy where crops are grown and, you know, farmers work the field so that we could feed us. But uh, plantations are, are now racist. According to Rhode Island, Get rid of the word plantation. If you use the word plantation, you are a racist because it brings up uh, colonialism and it, and it, and it, and, it, and the and the people that the the African Americans that are alive now that 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 were forced to live on a plantation. Oh wait, they're fucking on any. And the Native Americans that got forced off their plantation. Oh wait, that none of those fucking people exist anymore either. Oh, but wait, you know what? The white people. That, that the, the white you, the white guy that forced these people to work the plantations, your asshole. Oh, wait, none of you guys did that because they're all fucking dead and gone back in the 1800s. And a plantation is a fucking farm. But it's just one of those words that's gone now. I, I'm sure Plymouth Plantation will just get changed to Plymouth uh, Recreation Center. So the word gone Banned in Rhode Island. Well, they didn't ban it. They just changed their state name. Rhode Island was called Rhode Island and the Providence Plantations. No longer can you use the word plant. Plantation is one of those words that's gone. I'm going to fucking use it all day long, man. I'm Everything I do. I'm going out tonight and I'm going to buy some of that plantation rum. It's good. It's done. You know what's fucked up with the plantation rum is it doesn't have enough alcohol content. I, I'm serious. I, I need I need a hundred. It's got to be 100 proof. It's got to be over 90 proof. If you think you're bringing that shit into my house, it's got to be over 90 proof. But in honor of Rhode Island feeling like they have white guilt, in honor of Rhode Island feeling like the word plantation brings up racist connotations and they feel bad for fucking people that aren't alive anymore, I'll have one last bottle of plantation rum and then I'll move on from that terrible, horrible word. My God, how dare you white people use the term plantation to describe what it fucking actually is an agricultural economy or a farm my lord you scumbags like man drives me nuts anyways oregon i love what happened in oregon oregon one of the most progressive states oregon and and california should succeed from the union these guys should just go have their own little they're like mini fucking cubas uh, or Venezuela's, they're, they're so far to the left, it's ridiculous. But I like this one. They have decriminalized the major drugs. Oregon has voted in favor of decriminalizing heroin, cocaine, I mean the real drugs, the, the, the high shit, fentanyl, all that stuff, oxy. It is now, uh, I came from a plantation, Richie, my buddy Richie said he came from a plantation in Mexico. I don't know if he's joking or if he's being serious. Um, 
But if he did, you're a hot-ass fucking work, I'll tell you that. If you guys need an electrician, check out Richie Rodriguez. He's on my Facebook feed. Seriously hard work. A, a, a smart kid. Great family. Great, Just all-around great guy. Check him out if you need an electrician. And don't try to fuck him on price, honestly. The, the guy went to school to be an electrician. He worked his ass off. If, if you got a problem with electrician's prices, go, go fucking be an electrician, dickhead. All right. So Oregon has allowed, they decriminalized all drugs, plain and simple. So what, what will happen is you'll just get a fine. So if you have X amount of, of crack on you, X amount of coke on you, X amount of heroin on you, you're just going to get fined. You're not going to go to court. You're going to get a ticket that you're not going to be able to pay, which is, which is fucking great. You're going to give some crackhead a ticket for a hundred bucks. He's going to laugh at you because he's not using the hundred dollars to pay his ticket, bro. He needs to go get a score. He's going to use that money to get fucked up. But I love this because I'm heartless when it comes to drug users. And I believe that drugs should not be illegal. It is my opinion that drugs should be openly sold, open market. They should have, when you see a place that says drugstore, it should literally be a drugstore. You walk in, you get your coke, you get your crack, you get your quaaludes, you, you get your fucking fentanyl, you get your heroin, all your shit. Get your oxys, because poor unfortunate souls that do the shit, just buy, do the drugs, get fucked up, and die. See you later. Because you're honestly... I don't care and I get really crazy on this, but it's just, that's how I feel. People who are hooked on drugs are weak ass fucking bitches. So go do your drugs. Stop ruining your family's lives. Stop not being there. This is, this is what a druggie means to me. You're a druggie. You don't, stop blowing your fucking daughter off. That's never seen you your entire life. You fucking scumbag. And then you want me to feel bad. People are like, oh, I'm going to feel bad. No, you don't feel bad for the guy who's all fucked up on crack. No, I feel bad for his daughter that he's never been there for. I feel bad for his son that he's never met. I feel bad for his wife that he walked out on so he could go get high. That's what I feel bad for. I don't give a fuck about the druggie. What they should do is take all the money that they dump into drug programs and they should give it to the families that are affected by it. They should go around and they should say, they should find druggies down in Meth Mile and say, hey you, ma'am, go up to a lady like, hey, what's your name? My name is fucking Lisa Smith. All right, Lisa Smith, you got kids? Yeah, I have kids. Okay, great. Did you have a husband that you walked out on? Yep, yes, I did. Great. Where do they live? Awesome. And then you look at her and say, hey, listen, you know the, the money that we give to buy you free drugs so you can go get your Suboxone? It's fucking gone now. We're going to go give it to your husband so he can provide for your kids, and we're going to put in a college fund for your daughter and your son, you fucking scumbag. I hope you rot and die from your stupid-ass addiction. There. That's how I feel about that. I think it's fucked up in this country, that we help the druggies, but we don't help the families that they fucked over. We, we give the finger to the family, to the dad, or to the mom that's now a single mom, or to the kid that's going to grow up fucked up because they never knew their dad, or they never knew their mother, and it's even worse that the druggie, that their kids aren't worth it. It's even worse that the druggie would like to get high more than they want to spend time and develop their kids. The druggie would like to get high more than they want to take care of the bills and the things that they, oh, it's an addiction and they can't fucking help themselves. Well, good. Go get fucking addicted for free and fucking die. Bye. See you later. That's honestly how I feel about it. So I think they should just give them, honestly, open up the drugstores. Oregon's got it right. Let these people kill themselves. Do all the drugs you guys want to do. Bye. See you later. And for the people, for the families, for the kids, for the dads, and for the moms that are affected by the drug user, the loser in your life, the sooner you let it go, 
the sooner you move on from it, the sooner you realize that that person doesn't affect you, that that person is in fact just a fucking bum, and you can let it go, you can move on with your life. You're not that person. You won't become that person. Stop thinking you're that person. Stop thinking it's your fault. Why aren't you enough? Because trust me, you are enough. You need to love yourself. You need to care about yourself every fucking day. Affirmation. Wake up. Look in the mirror and say, I am great. I am fucking good. I'm going to work my ass off. I'm God's greatest gift. I'm fucking unique. And there is, and when there is something unique, there is rarity and things that are unique, which makes you valuable. Simple. Care about yourself. Forget about everybody else. Let people in your life that love you get rid of the people that don't fucking care about you. And don't ever think it is your fault. Don't ever sit there and waste a second of your life worried about the druggie in your life. You want to know why? Because they don't think about you. While you're tormenting yourself, while you spend hours, months, days, years tormenting yourself about why your mom didn't care about you or why your dad didn't care about you or why your brother is a druggie and didn't care about you, they don't spend a half a second, they don't spend a second thinking about how they fucked you up or what they did to you at all. They spend no time and they give no fucks. And if they come back into your life, the only reason they are coming back into your life is they are looking for sympathy, they are looking for money, they are looking for a place to stay until they go to the next spot, or they want to get into your house, they want to steal something so that they can sell it and buy drugs, plain and simple. The sooner you get these people out of your life, the sooner you can move on, and you need to forgive yourself and let that shit go once you bounce them out of their life, because it'll be tough. It'll be real tough, because druggies, they they get to you. They rip at your heartstrings, because yeah, they are your mom, and they are your dad, and your brother, and your sibling, or maybe even your kid, and they'll pull at them, and they'll make you feel like shit, but in fact, you're a good person. You deserve to live a good life. You don't deserve to wear the chains from the drug dealer, from the drug user. You don't deserve their chains. They got their own chains. Let them fucking Jacob Molly their chains right down the street, right the fuck out of your house. Go on being a good person. All right. Thank you for listening to America's podcast. We'll check in tomorrow with election results. And hopefully we have more information on the state of the shit show here in the United States of America. Thank you.